Now we're going to hop right back over to the episode, but we have to highlight today's sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation podcast. This is your girl, Tedra Chanel, and this is going to be a bonus episode that I am recording today, Monday, January 31st, and it's also going to go up today along with the episode that has already gone live. You guys know that we post every single Monday a brand new episode But I received an email from a supporter um, and she had a question and I, it's, I don't like writing really long emails. (laughs) So I was like, I I think this is a great question that other people could benefit from the answer. So I was like, let me just create a podcast, record a podcast really quick, answering the question because all of the other podcast episodes for the next eight weeks have been pre-recorded and they're already in queue and I didn't want her to have to wait nine weeks to get the answer to her question okay so I'm gonna pull up her question and her question is as your manifestation journey has matured throughout the years when you have applied new approaches to manifestation or to manifesting big changes involving your kids, how did you quiet any self-doubt along the way? So the first thing that I want to point out is the importance of using your kids um, throughout the manifestation process. I recorded a video on my YouTube channel probably two, no, three, four years ago, where I tell you guys, where I shared in that episode, the importance of involving your kids in manifestation or in manifesting because kids have an innocence about them and they believe that there, that there are no limits, right? They have wild imaginations and they believe that any and everything is possible. So using their energy to manifest things that they will benefit from such as a new home or a new car or enough money to travel the world and and experience different cultures using their energy throughout the manifestation process is key okay because we as adults we have gone through so much and we have so many limiting beliefs and based on experiences and traumas that are still buried deep inside of us, right? But as children, um, they don't really have that just yet, right? And so if you have never involved your children in manifestations, please start to involve them because their excitement is really going to catapult your results. It's going to increase the energy, the intensity, the intention 
um, and it's going to bring about amazing results. Okay. So that's just kind of a side note, but this young lady here said that she's really, really good at manifestation, um, for the most part, but then there are some areas that she needs some work. Um, and I'm guessing it's in that self doubt area. All right. But before we get into that, I wanted to actually share a story of when my baby girl, Carmody, she's eight now, but I think she was about three at the time. And if you all listen to one of the first podcast episodes in the podcast rebrand, uh, where I shared how I manifested my luxury apartment, my first luxury apartment, it was that apartment that we were living in when she said, mommy, I want a car. And, you know, she was talking about one of those cars that the toddlers can get in and drive. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't, big hot wheel. What are they called? Not hot wheels. I don't know what they're called, but y'all know what I'm talking about. And at the time, if you all listened to the episode, y'all know I was broke. (laughs) Y'all know I could not afford to go and spend four or $500 on one of these cars. So a couple of days later, we were actually walking back from the pool. I had taken them to the pool. We were walking back home. Right there within the community. And we were passing by one of the mini dumpsters. Okay. And outside of the dumpster was a car. I think it was a Hummer. And I was like, oh my God. Because I remember her just saying to me a couple of days prior that she wanted one of these. And I was like, look, Carmody, look, there's a car. Didn't you ask for one? So we ended up pushing the car because we weren't, we were almost to our unit. So we weren't too far. We ended up pushing it to our garage and I was able to examine it and see that it needed a battery. But the kids were so excited to get in it. I just cleaned it up, you know, with some uh, Clorox wipes and they would take turns. So two of them would get in the seat. And then the third one would push him, right? (laughs) And it was just so cute. And they were so happy and so just excited. Even though it didn't work, they didn't even give me an opportunity to buy a battery. They just started out by pushing it. And then there was another time we were living in the same place. This was maybe a week later. She said that she wanted a frozen doll. Again, I'm rebuilding at this time. And I'm still the broke, okay? (laughs) And so there was a neighbor of ours who had a little girl and uh, our kids would play together. And she said, hey, I have some things that I think your baby girl could fit. Is it okay if I bring them by? And I said, sure. So we were gone one day and I see this plastic bin sitting at our front door. I'm like, what in the world is that? Because I had at this point forgotten that the young lady had said she was going to bring some stuff by so I opened it up and I was like oh this must be from I don't remember her name um I said this is the stuff right and it was a bunch of costumes it was all really cute uh there were some Gucci rain boots in there like okay this is all really nice and then as we got to the bottom of the tub is what I call them the plastic container there was a frozen doll y'all know who frozen is right from the movie and I was like, oh my God, Carmody, look, here's a frozen doll. And she was so excited. And it was in those moments that I realized that it's so important to use kids in manifestations 
because she just said what she wanted and within days it showed up and I was astonished because she was three years old what did she know about the manifestation process right nothing but she knew that I guess innately if she said it that it was going to show up and um, that is one thing that I've noticed about her is that anything that she says that she wants she gets it and it's not because I'm making it happen it's because God makes it happen the universe makes it happen I really am never involved in any of it right um so if there is something that you want to manifest use your kids okay if you are listening to affirmations let them listen to them too if you are meditating involve them in some of your meditations right now obviously depending on the age you're not going to sit through the whole thing if you're doing a really long meditation but get them involved in the practice if you are looking for a new home and you're searching online involve them in it right you don't even have to tell them oh i'm i need you to help me manifest this house you don't even have to go there but just their energy and their excitement is going to help to speed up the manifestation process so if you're looking online for a house or for a car involve them and ask them hey do you like this house which room would be yours that type of thing because that their energy is so pure and it is so powerful okay so let's move on to touching on the second part of her question which is how do you quiet any self-doubt along the way and the simple answer is you don't okay there is always going to be doubt because we are human and we are very logical and um, we live in a reality right and so it doesn't really matter how much work you have done, right? Even me, I consider myself to be a master manifester. But in all of the work that I've done over the years, self-doubt or doubt still pops up, right? We have to understand that a lot of the energy, a lot of the thoughts, the negative thoughts, the limiting, limiting thoughts, the doubt, it's not ours, is not coming from within, right? Because some of us are so good at what we do that we are able to, we are able to not think these negative thoughts, right? But because we are not the only human on earth, we pick up the energies from other people. And we pick up energies from our environments. And I do have an episode that I've already recorded that where I talk about the environment and how it affects the manifestation process. That one will be live in a few weeks. Okay. So a lot of our thoughts are not our thoughts. We can be picking up on the energy and the thoughts of someone around us, right? We can be walking through the mall, a crowded store. And we can be in the best mood possible, right? But then all of a sudden our energy is being pulled, right? And we start to vibrate low and we start to have these crazy thoughts. And you're like, what the hell? Where are these thoughts even coming from? And you assume they're coming from within you, from some space within you that you are not aware of. No, we are truly one, right? 
and because we are one with every other human being in the world, right? We are able to pick up on their thoughts, each other's thoughts. There's a movie, I don't know the name of the movie, but I remember in this movie, I want to say Denzel was in this movie. I might be lying. But I remember in this in, in this movie that energy you could touch someone and it's like the souls would go into another body. Y'all know what movie I'm talking about, and that's all that had to happen is you t- you would touch somebody and then your essence would dr- jump into the person that you touched. It's truly that way. We are so connected with one another that if we're close enough to one another, we will start to take on the energy and the thoughts of another person. This is why it's so careful it's so important to be careful and to keep yourself protected at all times so that you're not so easily susceptible to these things happening. You also have to understand that the the blood of our ancestors runs within our veins. And a lot of our ancestors have been through some traumatic shit right? Some very, very traumatic shit. And that energy flows within our veins, right? And so when different things start to, to pop up and different thoughts and different energies start to come and you know that it's not coming from you, you know that this is not your energy, then you need to say that "Mm, this is not my thoughts. These are not my thoughts. I do not own this energy. I do not own these thoughts. Okay. It's going to happen. There's no way to keep it from happening. Just like people have a really hard time meditating. And a question that I always get is, Tidra, how do you turn off your thoughts? I've tried to meditate. It's hard. I can't do it. I can't sit for that long without turning my thoughts off. You cannot turn off your thoughts. If you turn off your thoughts, you're dead. Okay. We have more than 50,000 thoughts every single day. Right. So the, the answer to your question is you do not turn off the self doubt. The self doubt is always going to be there, but what dominates The energy that dominates, the thoughts that dominates, that's what wins. The negative thoughts are always going to be there, right? Because often, as I've said, they don't come from us. The doubt is always going to be there because you are human, right? And you're looking at the reality of your circumstance and you're like, oh, how's this going to happen, right? dominating thoughts. This is where the affirmations come in. Let those affirmations and declarations and positive thoughts dominate the negative self-doubt. Okay. So here's an exercise that I want for you all to practice. I want you all to always try to stay in a space and place of your highest self, the highest version of yourself. Okay. I'm going to bring up the quantum jump meditation. All right. If you guys have not purchased that and downloaded that, I highly suggest that you do because it's going to really help you with, um, this exercise and it's going to help you to not succumb to the self doubt. 
All right. It will be down in the show notes per usual. But I want you to think about the highest version of yourself. What does she or he do every single day? What is her energy every single day? The highest version of yourself is happy, right? It's always positive, always in an amazing mood because she has everything that she could possibly want, right? She's happy, she's healthy, she's fulfilled, she's loved, all of the things. If you can really tap into that energy, which I help you do in the quantum jump meditation, and that self-doubt starts to creep up, all you have to do is go back to that energy, right? Hold on to that energy and embody that energy. And that particular energy of connecting to your higher self is going to trump any self-doubt, any limiting beliefs that you could possibly have. So that is the answer to your question. Self-doubt, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. The negative thoughts, always going to be there, right? But what energy are you going to allow to dominate? That is going to be a direct reflection of your result that you get throughout the manifestation process. So I hope that answers your question. I hope that you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Please don't forget to rate and connect with me on my socials. They will all be down in the show notes. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening yet again today, the second episode. Those of you who got through both episodes today, y'all are the real MVPs, okay? Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next Monday, have an amazing week.